Warning, the following episode contains kindness, the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Not actually kindness, but Albert picking apart kindness and what he thinks kindness is and what it can be or should be or shouldn't be. If you're kind or not kind or have had your life impacted by kindness, you should not listen to the following episode, or you should listen to the following episode. Kindness, lots and lots of kindness, so kind, the kind of kindness that you can only kind of, kind of, maybe kind of, can, cannot. Warning, side effects for kindness may include heart fissures, anal leakage, brain stoppage, filling crates with children and throwing the children off of a cliff one by one out of the crate and then throwing the crate down at the bottom of the cliff to make sure that you smash any children that may have not been killed by the falling of the cliff. Man, isn't it weird how people will just ramble on and on and on and on and on and on and they just don't fucking breathe when they speak? I've gotten headaches. For what I do for work, I've had 40-minute conversations where I just have to expel every last bit of air in my lungs before I get to take one giant and just go back and spit out as much shit as I possibly can, as fast as I possibly can. It's fucking wild and obnoxious, man. Who knew that there were people that actually spoke that way? Just in general, to like another human being. That doesn't seem very kind. Not to me, man. But kindness doesn't seem very kind to me. There are a lot of... There's so much of my life that I feel has been, like, crippled by expectations of kindness or people trying to be kind to me. We don't like your kind around here. That's not a subtle racist undertone. That That's a joke about kindness, okay? But seriously, I don't like your kind around here. I don't want to be killed with kindness, man. I, I like killing in the right context, but not really. I really don't. But kill them with kindness is an interesting expression. It's one of those expressions. Just like one of those expressions is one of those expressions, but it's one of those fucking things that it just like latches into my brain and I get all like autisty with it, and I just have to keep turning it in my head, trying to figure it out, trying to find new meaning in it, trying to extract whatever I can for the sake of it being funny. And I want to kill kindness. That's the aim of this episode. I want to kill kindness because it's been killing me, and I'm over it, man. From the last episode, I actually did have a kind thing done for me, and I want to share that with you guys yet again, some feedback that I got, because one, I want you to know that I do actually listen if you are actually going to tell me something, and if it's actually something good, I am going to take it to heart, I am going to work on it, I am going to try and incorporate it into my show. So one, I'm actually listening to you guys as well, who are kind enough to listen to me, but two that I'm actually able to accept criticism. That if you tell me something and you're right about it, I'm going to look at that thing and I'm going to work on that thing and I'm going to try and make that better with the show. So, one of my best friends... Friend! Friend! But one of my best friends was kind enough to actually listen and he even took notes and gave me some really good notes. He did that manager thing where he's like, Well, I like what you did here but I think that you can maybe improve on this. But he actually brought up some really good points, things that I had maybe been aware of or maybe hadn't like specifically targeted and thought of. 
but things that I need to improve to make this a better listening experience and to make my message better, I think, to get what I want out of this as much as to make it better for the listener. The biggest one that he told me that I think that I need to work on is my content. He said that I was actually putting, for his taste, too much content. And I think he's right about that. I think I was overcompensating and just trying to flex way too hard, being new to comedy. I wanted to really, you know, show how creative I could be and just how much content I could generate and how cool I could be, you know. Uh, But no, seriously, I wanted in the five minutes I had to really show as much as I could. And even now, like just trying to get people into the podcast, I want to bring up as many ideas as possible to get people interested, to get them involved. That's the point, right? (sighs) Fucking poor Bill Burr, man. I love him. I love listening to his podcast. But on the last one I listened to, he was saying that he's like run out of shit to talk about. And it sounded like it. I mean, he was just talking about like baseball and motorcycles and shit. So if there's any way that this can somehow get to Bill Burr and... I could be a fucking fanboy talking to him or helping him generate content. That would be amazing. So I'm just going to throw that out there and hope that on a fucking wild whim that might actually happen. But I'm not counting it. I'm not banking on it. I'm not going to take any step further than that to make it happen. But yeah, the content thing. I've been packing way too much into every episode trying to just force all this content in there and re-listening it was kind of overwhelming so I wanted to just focus on one concept for this episode I want to just take kindness and I want to beat it I want to beat it till it's a dead horse and keep beating it and then I want to look in the mouth of that gifted dead horse and that's another weird expression looking in the mouth of a gift horse I don't think that applies anymore. I think that went out of date a long time ago. But I know how much our society is still latched onto stuff that was written a long time ago. Like the Bible and the Constitution. Just to name a couple. So yeah, I just want to focus mainly on kindness in this episode. All the different aspects of kindness, but... For the most part, I should be talking about kindness or something that has to do with kindness somehow. And if I don't, if I start to trail off and you hear me talking about some other shit that isn't kindness, I want you to scream out, kindness! Not that I'm actually going to be able to hear you or it's going to change the show or anything in this episode. I just, I loved doing that when I watched Blue's Clues when I was a teenager and far too old to be watching Blue's Clues. But Steve, man, he he had that show going right. That was fun. And I enjoyed it, especially the male song. I still remember all the words and do the little tail wagon part. It's good stuff. But I want you guys to be involved. I want you guys to listen. I want you guys to give me criticism when I need criticism. I want you to be able to be a part of this as much as you want to be. Or I've gotten some good feedback, mainly from like my main homies, but hopefully at some point I'll be getting out to other people and getting some more feedback, and that'll make things a little more fun. Despite talking about the negative side effects of kindness, I do want to be more kind, or something of that kind. I want to be kind to you cunts, my kind cunts. Kind and cunt kind of sound similar. 
I noticed recently that there's a certain way my family says cunt. I don't know if it's everybody in my family, but I know that my brother says it this way, and I'm guessing that he and I both got it from my dad, but we really attack the C at the beginning of it, and that gets in the throaty quality, which is why there's also kind of that, like, H slipped in there before we drop the hard unt at the end, the cunt. It's distinct to my family. It's unique to my family, and maybe that's not kind, but it's my kind. It's my kin. So it's somewhat relevant, but if you shouted kindness, well done. Good job. I just wanted to lighten some of the mystery. I want to layer it in there as we go along so that you know a little bit more about me here and there. Maybe start to build on this idea of me without getting the whole thing, without spoiling all the mystery. You've got another little piece now. I'd like to maintain the mystery. Are you still thinking about the name? Speaking of mystery, are you still wondering? Tunana Shu, what's the deal with that? I hope so. But if not, that's okay too. Okay, so kindness, huh? Kindness. You've probably already started thinking about what you think kindness is, or you have memories that you think were kind people or ideas of what you think a kind person is, like Mr. Rogers smiling into the camera, wearing his sweater, putting on his sneakers, and telling you how to be a kind person, which he did. He was good about that. He was a genuinely good person. And I wish that was more of the focus than being kind. I wish that more people just tried to be good or tried to be a little nicer or more decent to somebody Like, real kindness shouldn't be... The word itself, like, it just sounds like one of those things that's just, like, forced and strained and half-assed. Like, if someone told me I was kind, I'd be like, fuck. Like, I'm not, like, a good person. I'm not, like, warm. I'm not... Fucking... I'm just kind? That's like telling a girl she's pretty. Like, she could be beautiful or sexy or radiant or cute. Like... And she's just pretty. That's a nice way to say that you're not enough of anything else. So yeah, I want to tell you what I think about kindness. And then I want to try and work through that, and we'll see if I'm right. That seems like a good approach to it, and about the only way I think that we can really try and approach this as a... uh, me recording this now and you listening after it's been recorded kind of thing. So I've always thought of kindness. I haven't. I haven't always thought of kindness. I've just had it like interfere with my life and just make me feel constrained. There's always an extra amount of control I had to have when it came to like kindness, how I had to just be like, nicer to people or like smile to people like smile why don't you just smile you should smile more i always hated that shit that's the kindness thing that i'm talking about that we need to kill that's just not good in our culture anymore that just causes more anger and frustration and restraint and repression than it does anything good it's just like this passive aggressive way of like picking on people 
It's like these fucking people that are like positive vibes only. Like, I only want positive things. What? How? What part of anyone's life has that ever actually been a thing? Like, even on mostly happy shows, there's like some bad side to it that they talk about. There's got to be that dynamic with anything. Otherwise, everything's just gray. If we don't have dynamic, then it's all just actually gray. You don't just get positive. For there to be positive, there has to be negative. But those same people that tell you you should smile are the same kind of people that ask, how are you, every time they see somebody, and they don't care. And I know that's, like, polite. That's our way of greeting someone, how you begin interaction with someone is, how are you? is the thing that you're supposed to say, but for someone that actually thinks and feels, that shit just, like, wears away at you. So when you constantly have people asking you that, and you constantly have... You constantly have, like, some internal shit going on, whether you're just not happy that day, or you actually are depressed, or you're thinking about something that's bothering you. Like, it's not appropriate to talk about that first thing when somebody asks you that. So on top of already feeling bad, you have to lie to somebody else so that they don't feel bad. And you don't, you, you can't even, like, just say the words. Like, you have to be convincing with it, too. You have to seem pleasant enough that it's believable enough that they don't have to ask more about it when you actually tell them, I'm good, which is the standard answer for that standard question where we just don't interact anymore. But it's not as bad as, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Is that an okay question to ask somebody? Isn't it more like, I don't think you're okay, and this is your chance to tell me why? Because that one's even worse than the how are you thing or the smile thing. Are you okay? It's just... You have to be eating your own shit to ask somebody that question, I think. That's how it's always come across to me, is I can smell their shit in their mouth when they waft out that question in my direction. And I'm not okay when you ask me that. Most people aren't if you have to ask them that. Don't ask them that. How about this? How about instead of asking, are you okay? How about you just try and be positive for them and you just tell them, like, hey, it's going to be okay. That's what I've been trying to do. That's one of the things that I like to do that has helped make me feel better both for myself and for other people in my life is I don't try and ask how they are because if they wanted to talk about it, they would talk about it. Most people... If they're willing to share that stuff with you, they're, they're going to talk about it on their terms. And it's going to be a lot better if you just let them do it on their terms. Again, another statement that can help with that is, if you want to talk about it, I'm here. That's a nice way of putting that out there to let them know that, yeah, it's not going to be a bother if you want to talk about that stuff, but I'm not going to pry and ask. I'm not going to make you feel like you have to let me down by not talking to me about something. 
So kindness, conceptually, if it actually worked, it would be okay. I think there are better things than kindness. But if it were done right, it would be fine. But in this day and age, with what it's been oddly smashed into, kindness no longer is kind. And it's killing people like me, or it's killing a part of us. I'm not going to, like, you know, just be dead from being asked this stupid shit, but... It really makes certain parts of my day and being alive harder, being asked things where people just think they're being kind. That's another big problem with it is the intention behind it. Like, if you're intending to be kind, it's that same... Like I said with the word earlier, how it's just, like, forced and strained. It's like birthdays. It's like Christmas. It's just... We want it to be more than it actually is. If you want to be kind or friendly or warm or good to other people, you don't even have to like other people. I've talked about my hate before. Maybe it's clear at this point that I am somewhat of a misanthrope. I don't like, I don't trust people. But I think, based on what I've observed and the type of people that I've had in my life, I think I'm a lot more considerate than a lot of other people. Which doesn't mean that I'm better or nicer or anything. It just means that I really take the time to really think about how I interact with other people. And I try really hard to make sure that those interactions are good. Not for the sake of other people. As I said before, I don't care about other people. I hate other people often. It's not about other people. Like with this podcast, it's not about them. I don't do it for them. But for me to feel good about who I am as a person, it's important to me that I treat people well because that says something to me about myself. If I take my anger out on a person just because I'm angry, I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good that I treated somebody that way. It's not about their feelings. It's about mine. So if you trying to care about other people doesn't work for you, it's because you haven't taken the time to think about and figure out that you're not that kind of person and that you can still be respectful. You can still have good, positive interactions with people and treat people well without it being some weird societal obligation. Kindness. Have I said that word too many times already? Man, I just I I haven't really been feeling the podcast this week. I didn't really write too much and I didn't do any practice or rehearsal sessions really this week and I've just been procrastinating pretty much all week. But yeah, I just haven't found it in me and I'm on my third different type of liquid so far today. I guess I'm not being very kind to my body today. I mean, I, I, I gotta have the coffee in the morning to wake up. So I had two cups this morning, and then I had another cup not too long ago because I just was feeling tired. I was feeling lazy, not like I wanted to do this thing. And then, of course, you know, I've had water throughout the day, and I just had some of that uh, airborne, gotta keep my immune system strong, you know. It's a sickly time. Don't want to get sick. Gotta have a strong immune system. And uh, now I'm having a beer because it was kindly offered to me 
but also because, you know, the other fluids weren't really doing too much for me and got to get this thing going. Wouldn't want to let down my 11 people that are following on Facebook. That wasn't kind. That wasn't kind to potential listeners or those of you that are nice enough to be listening. Be kind, Albert. One of my friends sent me a picture of Mike Tyson with pigeons. And this was one of those things that I just like instantly liked. I liked the way that it looked and I liked the things that I started thinking about when I saw this because pigeons, nobody likes pigeons. I don't think I've ever seen like a real person that didn't just hate them for being just like fat, dumb, dirty, shit, garbage birds that just shit all over everything. Like the only person I think you ever see that actually seems to enjoy pigeons on some level are just like those really, really lonely, old, old people that just sit in a park and throw old bread just so they have some type of life that actually wants to engage with them and be near them, even if it is for the old bread that they're throwing out there. Nobody likes pigeons. And I guess there are a lot of people that think a lot of bad stuff about Mike Tyson. And I've always just had, like, feelings about Mike Tyson. I feel like I understand him on some level. And I feel like he's probably the type of person, I just get this vibe from him, where he's just one of those people, like, you can tell that he knows people think bad stuff about him, probably like pigeons, and that's probably why he had that relationship with pigeons. And I guess he was, like, very into pigeons and I looked it up afterwards like I saw multiple videos where he's talking about pigeons and he has like his favorite pigeons and I just like loves pigeons <laughs> which is funny to me given that he's such a like strong fast crazy fighter that he would connect and love and care for something like a pigeon of all things I guess that's how he actually got into boxing was one of the things I read when he was younger, he had one of his pigeons, and I guess somebody like tore the head off of one of his pigeons, and he was so angry, he threw a punch, and I guess that's how he started his boxing career. So that wasn't very kind of the person that tore the head off the pigeon. It's not very kind how a lot of people don't think good things about Mike just because of whatever has happened in his life. I feel like he's just, there's a good person in there. I feel like he's got a gentle soul, and because of that, he became this person that people see that way. But I feel like he's probably a lot more kind than other people are to him, and I know that's probably not a common idea or how most people would think of him, but I think that it must be that way. At least I'd like to think that. But we don't really get to choose what we'd like to think about. Our biology or consciousness is not kind to us in that way. So maybe it makes sense that we're not kind. What doesn't make sense is Scooby-Doo. I started watching Scooby-Doo because I get into these weird kicks where I just like binge on dumb, happy kid stuff, and I've had Netflix email me about, like, setting up a kid's account for the kids. I'm like, nah, that's all me, Netflix. I even had, (laughs) 
an interesting conversation with somebody about that as well, but I guess I can't give details about that. But hey, mystery with Scooby-Doo, the mystery gang, the mystery mobile. It fits, so we're going to let that be mysterious. I gave you your puzzle piece earlier, bitch. Don't demand things from me or expect things from me. That's not kind. But yeah, these fucking, this show is, it's one of a kind. I'll give it that. It's got that kind going for it. And it's really weird because I liked the original show. I thought it was good. And then they fucked with it. They had a bunch of shitty spinoffs afterwards that I'm sure I missed some of them. I know I saw the live action movies, which were just total garbage, despite how hot Velma and Daphne's characters were, but enough of my fantasy land with that. There was one spinoff in 2002, I think it only ran for three seasons, and it was What's New Scooby-Doo, and it was just fucking awful. Like, the worst parts of Scooby-Doo are just in every single episode of this show. It's just completely flat. It's obviously written by, like, one person that's not smart, that's not funny, and every episode just is so unpleasant to watch. And I watched all of them, of course. And then I came across this other one, and it's from 2012, I think, and it's just so much better. Like, the cinematography, the animation, the writing, everything about it is actually decent, if not actually good. And it just makes me wonder about this show. Like, why did it have such a lasting and replicated legacy? And why were there so many attempts to try and get Scooby-Doo right? Because you take the peak of the show, the peak of the concept, it's really not very good. Despite them pulling off good characters and good lines and stuff here and there, the idea for the show is not only not good, but the more you think about it, the weirder it becomes because every episode just follows a very basic premise that it starts off really supernatural, really unlikely stuff happening. And then in the end, it turns out it's just some fucking weirdo in a mask. So one, like, how do they do all this crazy supernatural, super physics, science, technologically defying stuff that's just so ahead of any of the other stuff in the show in the first place. And how does no one notice that it's just someone in a mask? Like how there, there's a big difference. Even the best Halloween costumes or cosplay, like you know that it's somebody in a costume. And especially these kids, like they're constantly facing. That's what it is every single time. Unless they're like lost episodes. I want to see the lost episodes of Scooby-Doo. Show me that shit. Like, show me what happens in between where, you know, it's still a mystery when there's somebody in a costume rather than something else. But yeah, basically, you've got this crazy supernatural, super physics, super science, super technology stuff that they're able to pull off somehow, even though they're just like these low-ball criminals. And some of them aren't even criminals. That's what's weird, too, is... At the end, they're always getting arrested, and some of them didn't even, like, do anything illegal. Like, they just did, like, some, like, mildly shady shit where they just, like, scared and deceived people, but it wasn't actually anything illegal. Whereas in some of the other ones, yeah, they were actual criminals, and they were using this 
to distract and scare people away so that they could pull off this crime. But what I've never even seen that as a tactic for crime in any other show, movie, or anything ever. Who came up with that novel idea where, oh, if I want to do this criminal thing, I should do something so drastic that it attracts all these people and attention. It just, it, it's fucking, it's a weird concept. And with somebody like me, when you start looking into it and trying to figure out why they would have that be the concept and why they would stick with it for so long, stick to it so tightly that it's in every single episode for such a long time, and all the other things that you can infer, like once you take big picture analysis of the show as a whole, it just gets to a point where I guess you just have to watch some Scooby-Doo to really get it. I don't want to spoil the mystery on that for you either. Plus, I think it'd be funny if you watched it. I think that about does it. I think that's everything that I've written at this point, so now we come to the difficult crossroads of whether it's kind to myself and to you, the listener, to just let things roll and see if I can muster through and find something worthwhile and some rambling or some consideration, something I might have overlooked, or if it would be more kind if I just let you enjoy what's left of your time. Maybe I need someone else on the show. Maybe I need a guest for an episode or get the gang together to do the foursome. Speaking of that, that reminds me. I keep talking about butt stuff. And not that I care if anyone thinks I'm into weird butt stuff, but I'm really not. I don't know why that keeps coming up. I guess I must think that it's funny. If things ever get that way between you and me, let's not do butt stuff. Unless I bring it up. That sounds selfish. I guess if you want some butt stuff, maybe I'd be open to it. The point is, I need to stop talking about butt stuff. I also wanted to talk about, that reminds me as well, I wanted to talk about this weird sun color thing that happened today. Like, all day... The light that hit the ground had like a sepia color to it, which usually only happens like after rain, when the sun's going down. I call it the golden hour, and it's more of gold. It's more kind of yellow or orangey, but this stuff today had like more of an ominous red kind of apocalypse tint to it. So with this year going the way that this year has been going, I was thinking that maybe the world was finally going to end. All day I was kind of mildly paranoid about that, plus I... Kind of had like a lingering headache on the top of my head, but I think I know what that's from. And I've just been trying to power through those lately without taking any ibuprofen or Tylenol. There's such a weird concept of time with this pandemic and being stuck inside and not doing anything all the time. It's like a really long, shitty weekend that just keeps happening. It's like, I think of the like pandemic time as like dog time. Like one week is equal to at least like seven weeks. Like a week feels like a month and a day feels like a week. It's just, it's weird also because it seems so much longer and like so much time has passed. But at the same time... 
We're more than halfway done now. It is weird. Whoa. I know. I wanted to talk about that train. Choo-woo. Train. Train. That crazy shit where it's just like on fire and the bridge going out and just filled with unknown hazardous materials. What is happening here in Arizona? What's going on with us? We don't know. We're not going to know. We're not going to get the real answer at this point. They would have told us already if they were going to, and they're not going to. The fear about that is far too good. But kindness, did we, uh, did we cover that well? Do you feel like you now have thought about kindness in a different way? And like I presented my stance on kindness fairly and accurately for you to assess and did you think that maybe i was right or maybe i was wrong you could let me know if you want to or we could talk about it on an episode that could be fun i know i've seen some people recently on my facebook that i didn't in a while so we'll see what happens yeah yeah okay